The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. It's Matt. It's Jim. It's Juice Newton. And it's Chris in a fucking flannel. It's Chris in a horrible flannel. <laughs> Hear about our weekend. We talked to Cody Gob. Angel of the morning. People hate when I do this. Cody Garbrand calls in. Matt's smoking pot. What a fun <laughs> holiday show. <laughs> he may finish it here. He's out. He's out. out. It is all over. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Powered by digital media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome to uh, the new name of the show. It's going to be Matt and the Mad Dog. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> sorry. We have, uh, we have one guest today. Matt and I have uh, Chris, the producer. Chris is not a guest. He's oh, a mainstay. He is a mainstay. Oh. He's the Ed McMahon of this program. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Yes. Uh, oh, Ed's been drinking. <laughs> um, we do have uh, Amanda Nunes canceled. So we have Cody Garbrandt. Calling in this afternoon. We're very happy to have Cody. I like him a lot. I've interviewed him once. He's yeah. a great guy and such a tough fighter. He's got some spunk, too. What is he, 12 or 13 and 0? Is he one of those two, Chris? Comment or 11 and 0? I feel like the biggest goose. Yeah. Uh, he's 10 and 0. I thought he was 11. Oh, don't I feel like an asshole. <laughs> and in the, uh, in the UFC, Chris, the producer, all his fights are stoppages, except for one went the distance, his second fight in the UFC. That's yeah, great. he really hits hard. And again, Dominic Cruz is going to be hard to hit. He's going to be hard to hit. He's a hard guy to to uh, to get sparring partners for, I'd imagine, because it's going to be a hard style to uh, simulate. You well, know? well, the fighter we saw who really uh, emulates him, who is the guy that fought, um, don't tell me, I don't know, he fought, he fought Demetrius Johnson. He, he emulates Cody, uh, sorry, uh, Dominic Cruz, and he has that fighting style, and he gave oh, him a hard fight. Tim Elliott, you're talking Tim about. Tim Elliott, yeah, he yeah. gave... He gave Demetrius a hard yeah. fight, and that's the one guy to meet uh, beat Demetrius, or the last guy to beat him. The, oh, is the uh, Dominic Cruz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that's. I can't wait for that fight. That's really exciting, and it's cool. The whole they got that little rivalry. Rival. You can do it. Rivalry. There you go. Thanks, buddy. I get a little excited sometimes. I don't. I, I don't believe in myself. You should. <laughs> Or you should just be like me. I don't believe in myself ever, and I just accept the fact that I'm going to butcher everything. 
Uh, well, I'll tell you what you didn't butcher from what I heard. I don't know if you want to talk about it, but yeah. your weekend this weekend. You had a you had a big weekend. I checked in with Chris, the producer, because you had a new special that you were shooting. And uh, I, I on Sunday, you know, I get nervous. It's like seeing a, having a friend that fought and had the fight go. You don't know. You don't want to call sure. the friend because in case it went bad, which I'm sure it went great for you. So, But just to be sure, I didn't text you. I, te- I texted you after, but I texted Chris. And what I texted you, Chris, just more along the lines like, uh, did he bomb? No. <laughs> That's what he said. It's like, I'm assuming he bombed. No, he was no. like, how did Jimmy do? It was great. And I said it was awesome. Yeah. I had a great time there. Really. He Thank did. He, was, he was gassing you up. I and, appreciate uh, it. Then I got happy, and then I texted you and said, awesome job. And shit. Yeah. Chris came to the early show with his uh, fiance. Yeah. And it was a good early show. The late show was excellent. I was happy with both shows, but the late show is always a little bit more energy. It's- is that what it is? It's, 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 it's part of it. Is, was it not even, is that part of it? You felt a little like you were hitting the lines crisper, or the audience is just a huge part of it. The audience is, but they also, again, the audience is in a weird space because it's a taping. The audience knows this is big for you. They know it's not typical. They don't want to fuck up. They don't want to get thrown out. Yeah. They don't want to wreck it. You know, so it's it's a weird thing that you never. Your best show is never the one you tape, ever, because wow. again, most times the crowd feels a little odd, but the crowds were so good. I mean, I've done a bunch of these, so, I mean, they're always nerve-wracking. Yeah. But it's like you're happy when you're done, you know? The audience was really good. The opening played well. I think it closed well. I, I just, I think it'll piece together into a nice one-hour special. The people from the network I shot it for were very happy when they yeah. were there. So, again, that's all you can do. And now we begin editing. As soon as I get it, I'm going to start looking at it and making edit choices. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. I'm I happy. can't wait to see it. How, but more importantly, look. That was fun. How was your pajama trip? Dude, you have no idea. <laughs> I wore a sweater, a funky oh, it was sweater, a sweater, and okay. I got, uh, I, well, my kids had to wear pajamas, and they're like, oh, and all the, uh, the, the dads, are, you know, the husbands are wearing a, a wacky sweater. So, uh, you know, I, listen, anything for my kids. I went, I had a, what I have, like Santa, Pl- Santa Claus on a, on a pole, and there's like the pole lit up. I don't I'm fucking it. Look, you look like an asshole. And a guy noticed me. A guy was there from Miami. It was in Connecticut. So I had to drive. Let me tell you something. I had to drive. It, it, it's like uh, you're on a train called the Polar Express. Sure. I had to drive uh, over a couple hours to get there. And, uh, and, and really quick, man, we're on the train. And I wasn't ready for this. Like, like it's one thing if like we had a couple girls that do the, uh, like you're in a, you're in like a, a, an R box car, I guess, right? The train box car is that right? Sure. Yeah. It's just all people we know, right? So it's like, well, I mean, I know a couple of the couples who are nice. The guys like George and my buddy Joe, and the other the other ones are friends of them. So, but they're all everybody's nice. They're cool. They're with the families. What time of day does it start? By the way, this is seven thirty at night. Is our train? Oh, this is an evening train. Yeah. So I mean, but you know. It's, it takes a, over a couple hours to get Where there. Where was it? In, uh, Essex, Connecticut. Okay. You know? So, you know, it's a hike for us, you know? So anyway, we go up there, and uh, and I'm on this train, and the two helpers, the girls that are in there, uh, like, I guess they're like elves or something. They, they're dressed up, and they do they sing Christmas carols, they hand out cookies. So with the trains going, they start with some songs, whatever it is. So then the, the kids are looking out the window. So this girl comes up to me, Jimmy. And uh, she's like, oh, hi. And now it's just me and my wife. My kids aren't right next to us. They're a few seats away. And it's like, it, it's like, it's not like a regular car where the seats going across. It's like they're all lining the side of the car. You understand? It's like more like a limo where you're all around yeah. the sides of the uh, car. So my kids are over with the other kids looking out the window. So it's just me and my wife. Is it snowing out or not? It was, there was snow from the from morning or whatever. So, so, so the drive, so we're in the, the trains going. And so this girl comes up to me. She's like, oh, you know, hi, I'm, I'm Carol. 
And I'm like, yeah, hey, Kara. She's like, oh, where are you guys from? So I'm thinking we're having a normal conversation. My kids aren't next to me, right? So, so I'm like, yeah, we're from Long Island and this and that. She's like, oh, I'm from the North Pole. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay. She's in character. I'm like, what the fuck? So then, so I'm like, oh, you know, it's one thing if my kid is right next to me, but he's not. My, they're not. I don't have a boy. They're, they're, my girls are not. See, Matt's too nice. Here's how that should have went. Let me just, if, if I could it's just. not over though, uh, No, no, but if I could just a role play for one moment. I want you to say I'm from the North Pole. I'm from the North Pole. Shut the fuck up, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, you have no clue. That's, I want, I, so at first I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, so I'm holding my wife, I'm squeezing my wife's hand a little bit because then she's not letting it go. So I'm like, oh, all right, the North Pole, you dressed as an elf. Yeah. So I'm like smiling. My, and she's like, yeah, she goes, I'm Santa's DJ. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, all right. She's like, do you know the radio station? NPR, North Pole Radio. I'm like, okay, Carol, nice to meet you. I wanted to fucking jump in front of this fucking Polar Express. You should Are you fucking serious? When she said, do you know the station? You should have said, is it, is it WCNP? <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Jimmy. Stop, it's too early. I'm fucking. Dude, I couldn't believe. I'm like, is this like Tony and Tina's Was wedding? She cute? What? No. She looked oh, no. like she might have been fucking having too much eggnog. Oh, she looked a middle-aged fucking nez. Oh elf. no! So like fat, uh, ugly I'm Carol. Like, boo! What the fuck <laughs> is? I'm like, I don't. My kids, I, I, I would take a bullet. I would if my kids are right next to me. Oh yeah, okay. The radio, sure, the your DJ. Kids are there. My kids are right next to me. Mike, I feel like saying, look, seventy-five bucks a ticket. My kids are looking out the window. Go tell them about your fucking DJ and fucking for Santa. Holy fuck, Jimmy! How fast is the train jump, going? Not fast enough. <laughs> jump out the fucking window. Really, Carol the elf. Elf, you fuck. Let me ask you a question. So, no, I don't need that shit, Jimmy. I mean, I'm taking this. For, I'm doing this for my kids. I'm not trying to. What am I supposed to say to this? What am I supposed to say? Let me ask you. Let me, let me, the, the train starts seven thirty. Is it a regular train or is it? Is it? No, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a special. How many cars? Um, I didn't count them, but it was uh, a. Bunch? It's dressed up like it's, okay. it looks nice. Like you're going on the the train. Oh, guys. We're going to the North Pole. Don't worry about the parking lots we're passing. So you're going and stuff. slow. Like, yeah, no, you're going like a, I guess not too fast. It was a regular train. And they had like elves like, and shit on there. Well, they had the two girls that were an all box thing. And we had like the, I paid a little extra for the, uh, the first box car where you like, it's not sitting like a regular train. Like I told you, it's almost like there's seats all around like the box. Oh, car. the other ones are just regular train seats. Yeah. It's almost like you're on the Long Island Railroad with fucking elves. Oh. So I'm like, so I paid a little extra for this shit. It, listen, that was first and class. Like, don't get me wrong. It's great. Talk to my kid. My kids had a good time. Yeah, they got. But hey, man, I'm not playing a lot. I got to play along with this. How really? long was it? It's been. You see that? I feel like saying, Carol, do you see the fucking sweater I'm wearing? Yeah. I already did enough of this fucking thing. Shut <laughs> your fucking <laughs> pie hole, Carol. <laughs> you're fucking. Oh, you. Oh, where are you from? The North. Oh, you're Santa's helper. Really? Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. Don't, I, go talk to my kids. I'd like to swallow your own teeth, Carol. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I didn't sign on for that. I didn't. I'm telling my wife's just smiling. She, she walks away. My wife's just like, be nice. Don't. Okay, I know. Hey, Carol, why don't, you take the, why don't you take the carrot for Frosty's nose and go fuck yourself with it? Hey, beat it, Carol. <laughs> Holy fuck. I mean, listen, it's good for the kids. I don't regret it. Now, how, how, what time did it go until? 7.30? No, I mean, I, it, on the train, it might have been the train ride alone might have been a total of uh 
I don't know, not even an hour, back and forth. It's like you ride to one thing and what do you do all of a sudden Santa there? comes out of the back of the train, like he's coming up to us. And wait, wait, so do you have to go to destination or no? No, we stay on the train. We go back and forth, basically. We draw it, then we go back the other way. So you go, and now how do they know they're at the North Pole? You go on the North Pole and nothing happens. No, then Santa comes out of the back. I guess he fucking got in there somehow. Do they wonder why the fucking North Pole looks like Bridgeport, Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> they don't, well, you know. Why is there an old lady there? having her head bashed in in the North Pole? <laughs> On the way, on the way there, like you know, there's some stuff like lit up on the side. But holy shit, did they dress dude, up I the outside, dude? I felt like I was in some kind of. I thought they were. I think they were like. Uh, like I thought I was getting punked or something. Wait, I'm, did they I, dress up the outside too? Yeah, a little bit, some places. But then you're passing like parking lots and shit. I'm like, yeah, kids, uh, that's uh, where the elves work at the fucking. Th- I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like just sing. I'm just like yeah. just get me out. I go. Really, I go. I'm, 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 I like that she takes the job so seriously. But don't. I'm. I'm like. You're not gonna make me a believer. Yeah. You know what I mean. So so. Oh, so when is Santa coming, Carol? Oh fuck. Yeah. How about you talk to my kids? Seventy five bucks a ticket. How'd you like get kicked right in the asshole, Carol? <laughs> fuck off, Carol. So anyway, this is my. I hate Carol. This is my. <laughs> oh, and Carol's this is, dead. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, Jimmy. Uh, and I, all I kept thinking is, I'm like, I'm like, Carol my is. buddy right now is. Doing his special, I could have been there and had a night with my city. Instead, I'm I'm hearing about Santa's fucking yeah, DJ. She's a DJ. Uh, special DJ. That Carol's a real hunk of shit. Oh, you know I the radio her. station? It kept going. At yeah. the, it kept going, and it was just me and my wife, and I'm cornered. I mean, I have no way to. I can't get out of right. that. And I'm like, really, Carol? There's a box car full of kids, and you got me and my wife cornered. Yeah. I mean, really? Did you All play right. along with it, or are you annoyed? I played along with it. I mean. Do you know the radio station? No. North Pole Radio. Okay, there's not a kid next to me, Carol. Carol, really? How long have you been doing that for? Get the fuck. What am I supposed to say? Yeah. How is it like working for Santa? Is he a tough boss? Oh. Yeah, what is Santa like? Did he ever behead an elf like he's in the Middle East? Exactly. (laughs) Fuck off, Carol. Oh, fuck. Anyway, listen. Back to the fights. Let's talk about the fights. Because I I swear to God, I'll lose my shit. Yeah, I mean, it really was nice watching Watterson choke out Carol. That would have been nice. (laughs) Elf lady got her fucking strangled. All right, let's talk about that. Let's uh, let's go fight the fight. You missed the first fight, I heard. I did miss the first fight. Mike Perry versus Alan uh, Joban. And let me tell you, look at Chris all happy that I got the name right. Look at him. He's, he's doing his, his head like he's fucking blowing somebody. Thank you. Not in your head like that. I knew I got it right. Joe Ben. Is that right? Yeah. 100%. I, I, yeah. I'm trying to get the names better. because okay. This is we a, all make mistakes. Know, oh, yeah, but I suck. That's why I'm trying to. So he's telling me before I go. I'm like, oh, it's like Joe and Bam. He's like, yeah, very good. Like I'm a fucking moron infant. Boy, her Carol thought you were a dope too. <laughs> Carol, Carol, a big special boy. Yeah, where are you? The best that she starts off. Where are you from? Well, Long Island. Where are you from? The North Pole. And then I'm oh. looking around. I'm like, oh, maybe my kids on my leg or something. No, my kids are over there, a few seats away, and she's got us cornered. Anyway, but uh, back to the fights. Mike Perry. Versus Alan Joe, man, that was a fun fucking fight, man. Because Mike Perry, man, he's got some attitude. You seen him fight before? I'm sure I have. Oh, dude, he's got, he's like, uh, he, he's, he's, he gets a little nutty, man. Like, very disrespectful. Like, he goes to shake somebody's hand. He pulls it away. He screams at the weigh-ins. Ah! It's fucking, listen, this is the way I look at it. I, li- well, I like different personalities. I don't have to want to hang out with the guy. To like the guy, watch the guy fight. Absolutely. Like this guy, I don't think I'm, I'm hanging out with this guy. I, maybe I am. I don't know. He looked like a nut. But he had a bad attitude 
But fuck, he, he, when he's fighting in the cage, I don't give a fuck. Don't don't change him. Don't tame. He shouldn't have to get tamed. This is the right sport. Agreed. You know what I mean? So uh, I like his attitude, which is uh, a pretty rude attitude. But he's fighting. He was fighting um, uh, Alan, um, yeah, Joe Joe Ban, and that guy is a long, lanky guy, and he did a great and this and he he's, he did a great job of uh, keeping the distance with kicking range. And he was landing kicks, and then once in a while, he was a southpaw, he was low on his level, he's landing left hands to the face. But at the whole time you're watching it, you're like, yo, if this Mike Perry, had, he had some power in his hand, especially sure. his right hand. If he, it's like you're waiting on the, you're like, dude, is he going to land? Because he, he was walking straight forward. He was stalking him the whole time, but, but uh, to Allen's credit, he was getting off, getting out, getting off, getting out, clinching at the right time, and uh, he definitely won the fight. You know, but it was a fun fight. It was a fun fight because you're like, yo, Mike, this guy, Perry's going to land because sure. he's fucking coming in like a bull. So it was uh, a little bull with the Matador, but the Matador was was fucking okay. landing, you know. But anyway, so that was a good fight by both guys. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Uriah Faber, who we all know and love. Sure. What a great way to go great out. Way no, you to saw go that out. fight. Yeah, you excellent way to go out. He was dominant. I mean, what is it, 30 26 across yeah. all three cards? Oh, that first round, man. He was oh, what awesome. a left hook. Was that an eight? What a left hook, man. You see that? Yeah. What's 10, that? 10, 10, 10. That left hook was, uh, he got up and then he blocked and he just stood there and came back with a beautiful left hook. And uh, Brad Pickett's tough as shit yes, to come back the next two rounds as if that never happened. Uriah you right. went down I mean? in the third or second round, but I think that was a fall. Yeah. He fell back, uh, right? Uh, a David, balance? David said on the thing, it was like hit his shoulder He hit his shoulder, right? Yeah. Okay. But uh, what a great, and not only was it a great fight that he got the drop, he fought a tough guy, great guy for his last fight, the fight, this Brad Pickett. He's yeah, always, he did always not take fun an to easy watch. Fight. No, definitely didn't take an easy fight. And uh, I know what I really liked about it is for his last fight is that he got to show he got to show all his skills. Like he he showed his nice striking, his timing on the way he was scooping up that leg and finishing the takedown, tripping him down. I'm clapping. Yeah. Dude, my 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 family thinks I'm nuts because they're in the other room with the in the dining ta- diner uh dinner table, they're putting together uh, put together a gingerbread house. Cause I had to watch it on Sunday, you know. Sure. So I'm in the next room fucking screaming like a nut. And I hear them like, oh daddy. But anyway, you know, daddy's watching the fights again. But anyway, so Did you know who had won yet or no? Uh, with which one? With Uriah? Any of them. No, I didn't know what... Uh, yeah, I, I got the idea. I I watched the second round on my phone coming back. I watched the, at the end of Mickey's fight, Mickey and Sage. Mickey and Sage. So fine. I watched that, and I watched uh, Paige versus uh, Karate Hottie. Now, and what did you think of Mickey versus uh, Sage Northcutt? Uh, you know, it, I, I, it went down... Like, I thought it would be a first round rear naked choke. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was a second round rear naked choke. And, uh, you know, I, it went down pretty much how we thought, except I'll tell you what, he's so dynamic is, uh, it's standing up. I, I, I really like, uh, Sage. Sage yeah. He's, exp- and, and the sky's the limit. The one thing that I noticed and on the, that, that stands out on this card is, uh, two young fighters that they got the, the a very bright futures is uh, Sage and Page. And Sage was getting... And very- they both lost because of, of lack of jujitsu. Yeah, and, and Sage was talking a little shit there. Like, I see. loved it. Yeah, I did too. Fucking loved it. You know why? Because when they had that old saying of, hey, listen, don't look at the niceness as weakness. I knew, like, when, when, when you know, and Mickey, Mickey said it the right way. Mickey's like, look, he, he's not going to be the good guy fighting Sage. He knew that. So he didn't mind being the heel. He even said, sure. you know what I mean? So he was calling him corny and this and that. Because he's super, super polite. I told you, like Brady Bunch yeah. nice. 
But I, but the thing is this, he's he's a fighter, though. And he is a fighter. So as nice as he could be, it's so awesome when you can see a guy fl- switch that and be like, look at him. Now look at him looking so... Uh, he looks like himself. He's not trying to act tough or say stupid shit in there. He's landed his eye. How'd you like that? Well, he was saying some stuff in there, and I fucking loved it. I loved it, man. And you, and and it, and it made you think. It was like, yo, I know Mickey's got an advantage, but he did survive on the floor and got back to his feet the one time. Mickey also knocked him down. Mickey yeah, also, with that right hand. Uh, yeah, yeah I put him clinch. on it. That shocked me. But, I mean, look, it's the, the biggest thing. It's like the smallest mistake standing up. Yes, you can get caught. But on the floor, that hit the floor. He hit him, by the, and Mickey did the right thing by jumping on him. Yeah. Because Sage looked like he was getting more strength as it was going on, and he looked so comfortable standing, and he's explosive. Instead of ground and pounding him, you mean going right for the submission? What's that now? When, when he got him down for the third time, instead of trying to ground and pound, he just went Yeah, right no, the there's submission. nothing wrong with trying to, to ground the pound because it opens up things, but he took that back. He's so good at taking the back, yeah. and he took that back. You know, Maybe it didn't present itself in the beginning as far as taking the back, but- and then he exploded out and he almost had his neck, which he probably might have successful with the guillotine. But if you miss it, now the guy's on top of you. So he had a hold of his neck, uh, but Sage got out in the first time and that allowed him to get out and up mm-hmm. after. But um, but when, when when he knocked him down, Sage did the right thing, but he tried to get up real fast. And that's when he was on all fours. Mickey got control of his upper body, was on his back before you knew it with a hook in. And that was all. I mean, he must have been on all fours yeah. for a second. And he... And, being a brown belt in, in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu on the David Adiv, he, uh, you know, you could just, you, you've done that, he's done that thousands of times. So that's a risk you take when you're trying to get up, is that they're going to take you back and... A hundred percent. My good buddy, Ricardo Almeida, was fighting Matt Hughes, and Ricardo is phenomenal on the floor. Ricardo Almeida was one of the, he's a Hansel Gracie black belt, and he was one of my main training partners, and we would have battles coming up through the ranks and he was like a big. Did you ever tap him in in practice? Or whatever we've tapped each other. Sure. Yeah. There's days Ricardo would beat the living shit out of me, and 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 I'm better for it. And there's other days that I do well. And today we're still like brothers, you know. And uh, he's got an academy in New Jersey, and and uh, you know he's Frankie Edgar's uh, jujitsu sure. coach, and he's just a phenomenal person, and he's a phenomenal black belt. And he fought Matt Hughes, and this one killed me, and I hate to even bring this up, but he it's all everything's like a split set, second decision. So how good is Matt on the floor? Oh, Matt's very good on the floor. Yeah. I mean, when he was on top of me, uh, I felt I didn't ta- I didn't take any damage because I'm good at defending myself. But I remember feeling like, yo, there's not a lot of room here. Like he's gonna play off my movement. He's playing so tight that if I'm in a rush to get out, he's gonna use it to pass. And so it was kind of like almost a stalemate where sure. I wasn't letting him get. To- I knew I couldn't let him get across my side because that's when he's very dangerous and he crucifixes you and burks you over. He did that once, and I actually gave him my back because I'm good at escaping the back. But Whatever, um, get me back, bring me back. You were <laughs> talking Hughes. about Almeida against Matt Hughes. Yes, so yeah, so Ricardo hit the floor for a second because Matt, Matt hit him with a uh, punch and uh, he went to jump up to his feet similar to uh, to um, uh, Sage the other night, but instead of taking the back, he ended up having him uh, his head in his arm and actually put him to sleep on all fours when Matt when he went to get up Ricardo. And uh, you know what I mean? So it's Matt like was, those, wait, behind him or in, uh, front, in front of him? him. Oh, he in front was of him, okay. yes. So... Uh, he had him in like a head and arm choke or something from on top. Like it was like a, it was it was unusual. He said he used to do it a lot in wrestling where he'd, he'd uh, come underneath and he and he and he pinched the arm. So it wasn't quite like a Darce choke or a or even an anaconda or anything like that. It was it was I don't know what he called it, but it was he definitely put the guy to sleep. Okay, like front headlock position in wrestling, but uh, he put a Cardo to sleep. And it's one of those things where it's like fuck, man. It, in hindsight, if Cardo would have stayed on his back or 
uh, he he's could defend himself fine, and he would have survived and whatnot. So I mean, listen, the game is a game of inches, but there's so much of a there's such a level like between like a guy like Sage and Mickey, where even though he was he looked better standing up, uh, uh, Sage fighting Mickey Gall. It, I felt it was almost inevitable that he's going to get him back down and 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 and, and right, have, right, his, right. have his way. Because when you cause when you get put in those positions, like like um, you the be, you not only do you have to know the escape, you have to ex- use that escape. You have to have the sensitivity and the timing in jujitsu, like that. You know he's been doing kickboxing since he's what five or something ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Since he's a kid. He's got a, even if he's been on the mat for how many years, I mean, he's a young kid. So how many years has he really been on the mat doing jujitsu? So I don't know. I don't think it was that long, but he needs to really just get a lot of that. You know, he's got to work worse positions. I get my guys tired. And then a lot of times they have to do like over like five or six, five minute matches. Then it's like, all right, now last match, one guy starts, guys with the hooks, seatbelt position. He's trying to strangle. You're trying to get out. If a guy goes to get out and he ends up mounting you, you're still going until you get out of mount. So you work the worst positions when you're dead tired. This is Henzo used to do this to me all the time. He used to, he used to do classes of just all worst positions, and you're just exhausted and you be tired. You're tired, and guys are fucking taking your arms and you're barely getting out. But uh, that's that's what it's like in a fight, man. You know. <clears throat> wow. And you got to be able to escape, and uh, and, and the only time, time you get confidence in that is if you do it over and over again in practice. Did Sage look better on the ground? Because I mean, you know, and I just like, got nervous for Mickey. I mean, Sage is just a really good striker, and when he was hit, like, and he tagged him a few times, and he's good on his feet. So when when Sage went down, did he look any better to you than he did in that last fight at two hundred? Yeah, I th- I'm gonna say he didn't look bad in the beginning. Like he was. Uh, I gotta see. I be, I believe did Mickey mount him? I think Mickey mounted him, right? I gotta watch it again. I watched it. Did he mount him? Or did, I, he, did he try to mount him and, and and not get it in the first? Did he? I, I want to watch that fucking thing again. I think he got out of it. Honestly, I think he did have. Yeah. Him no, he wasn't. Him. He wasn't moving bad on his back. Uh, you know, he, he he was he was trying to keep his knee line. I feel and and he was being in in half guard. He wasn't like making big, like just giving up his back. Like he right. wasn't doing shit like CM Punk did, which he didn't know any better. You know what I mean? He wasn't exposing his back like when he got his back taken it was you know a good a good guy could have his back taken like that but you have to be able to you know you feel confident with your escapes you should already be escaping the right way and trying to get your back to the floor and look him in the face when you do that well let's say like my let's say the right arm is around my neck your fingers are like pointing the way out for you my so fingers? if i, if I like, how about this let's say this arm's around my neck you see i got my arm around my neck if i lay towards the side where the elbow is I'm laying into the choke. I, this is pointing the way out for me. I have to get my back to the floor and look you in the face. Now there's no choke, but you could mount me. That's when I'd have to push and get in half guard. So, so is a lot of that just a yes. calculated risk or like, what, what do I want to deal with right now? Yeah, well, I mean, listen, one, you have to protect your neck. If you can get a hold of the wrist and get it to the other side of your head, then you're getting your back to the opposite side. Uh, if that makes sense, I know it sounds say it crazy. Again? Let, let's say this arm's around my arm, my right Max arm. Max's right arm is around yes. his own neck. Okay. Now look, if he's not locked up yet, I'm getting my I'm getting my back to the floor and I'm looking him in the face. I'm going this way. I'm like like in other words, like this around my neck. I'm turning to face who's on my back. I'm looking in the face. So you're saying the fingers are pointing the way yes, out. So exactly. when you say that, but when you say that, my instinct to be to turn my head the way the fingers are going so I could see the way out. But no, it's not that way. No, 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 no. What you don't see will hurt you. If you go belly down, hoofa. See, what I normally That's do when I'm being choked, this is where it's wrong. I give up the neck. I begin hitting with my head and I take my hands and I do knee punches. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, the karate chops aren't going to work for you then? Oh, yeah. Well, karate uh, chops are the fail that, safe. Right before that, I go, I chop the, the arm. Oh, man. So but you listen, your, you, yeah, you, you I mean, face, and there's, and listen, there's okay. more than one escape, but you have to be skilled in all of them. And a lot of it's timing. And and again, man, like like if you see, like if you go up, I mean, I, again, I like to speak from experience because I've, sure. I've, I've lived it. Like, um, like when Matt Hughes was on my back. You'll see me waiting for the right opportunity to get my back towards the floor. And I got out and I got up and clean. You know what I mean? Compared to, but you have to, it's, it's like, you know, again, he's not a guy that's phenomenal. He, if, you, if he has you belly down, he's, he's doing what he did to Hoist Gracie and he's beating the shit out of you. So, but I was belly up. So belly up, especially skin on skin, you don't want to rely on just the slickness to boom and try to explode. Some guys do that. But if you get a good guy on your back, it's hard to do that. You know what it I is. mean? Matt Hughes is not terrible. He's you know he, he's he's choked guys. From, <clears throat> excuse me. He's choked guys from there before, but it's not like me having like a black belt like BJ Penn on my back. Fuck that. I'm not I'm not giving him my back. You wouldn't want PJ on your BJ on your back. Fuck no, because he's got or I mean a guy like that or, or a, a real good black. Would you belt, want Verduma on Damian, your back? No, that would be a big no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck you wouldn't that. like that? No, no, I wouldn't like that. Let me ask you a question. <clears throat> if you made a mistake like that against a brown belt, you may be able to get away with it because you're a fourth degree yeah. black belt. If you made a mistake like that against Verdum, it'd be a really critical error. Yeah. I mean, like, Because he's I'm, so strong. Yeah, well, I'm not fighting that. I mean, you know what I mean? In, in, in like an MMA match or whatever else. Well, look, I've escaped a lot of, I've escaped guys, you know, I've escaped a lot of black belts from the back. Sure. I, I had my buddies on my back this morning. You know what I mean? I've, I've escaped and they've been around. You know what I mean? So it's important to to keep that timing down. So you got to kind of put your head in the lion's mouth just the time when to pull it out. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Before you get clamped on. So, and you know, it keeps that blade sharp. So it's not always about me rolling in the morning and how many guys I could strangle. It's about me escaping positions and getting a superior position and stuff like that. I Don't get me going. I love all that shit. What do you think about now? We, this is an amazing, and I may actually be watching this at Matt's house. Matt has invited me to his 100%, home. One hundred percent. That's things. And if I'm, I'm in, if I'm in town, I may actually head out to Long Island yeah. and, and hang out with my pal and watch the uh, fight. And uh, it's an amazing card. This again, they continually put together fucking cards that I want to see. It's it's really. I can't wait, man. Poor Bernard Hopkins, by the way. Can we just say I forget who he was fighting? I love Bernard. Can't somebody Hopkins. catch the motherfucker? Do you see that? It's like they're looking when he got knocked through the the ropes. But it's like, dude, that's. It's almost like I feel like people are getting out of the way. He's, he's never been knocked out like that before. No, dude. The guy's a fucking... You know what sucks? That's it's okay. A, he went yeah. out like what? It's all right. He's, just, he's 50. The guy he's, is... How old is he? Literally. Is he 51? He's 51. He's a beast. Bernard Hopkins is a, a, one of the rarest yeah. athletes in history. The fact that he can fight at age 51 and be competitive and finally how get many, knocked uh, out. How many rounds? Did that go a long time? Or I don't no? know. How many rounds was that? He uh, Opie interviewed him in the afternoon, so I, d- I didn't hear the interview. Um, oh. But I mean, he was there in the afternoon, so but I, I'm sure he promoted the fight that day. Do you know how many rounds that was, Chris? Uh, yeah, I'm looking right now. Yeah, it was the eighth round. Oh, okay. How did it go before that? Do we even know? He lost a couple of fights before that. Yeah. You know, he was such a... Uh, uh, he was for so long... He, what was his final record as a, as a, as a fighter? 55-8-2, uh, and two, and I guess two no contests. He went to prison first. Yeah, uh, no. young kid. I mean, he's a... He, and he can talk. He's a good talker. I told you, I sat behind Bernard Hopkins at a fight. Yeah. I mean, just an amazing, an amazing, an amazing Hall of story. Fame he's gonna have fighter. A, he's going to have a movie of him. Interesting guy. He's got his wits about him. He's great. I love, I love Bernard Hopkins. And um, I've interviewed him a bunch, and when you sit next to him... And we'll, we'll go back to UFC. No, no, yeah, go he has this thing he does, like just face. He does this. 
And it's put your arm up here. I'm looking like I'm looking at a movie. No, no, we're, we're talking, ahead. and he sits there, and he talks to me like this close. Our knees are yeah. touching, and he's got his hand on my forearm. He's this close. I'm yeah. sitting an inch from that, and it feels like an alpha thing, but it's it doesn't feel alpha. It's 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 like it's like you put his arm around you. Come here, young it, boy. Kind Let of me a, show you with this boxing it's a, going on. It's a nice thing. It's yeah. not, but you don't feel like it's a guy trying to dominate you. Yeah. Um, it's a weird thing. Like you, you, you oh, can sense you. that when a guy's doing that. Um, although Patrice O'Neill told me. He said one time he was on a fucking... Because Patrice had a big mouth. He could yap for hours. And no one got in a word when Patrice was talking. And he said one time... <laughs> he said fucking Geraldo was a Jedi. They were doing a Fox News thing together. And Patrice <laughs> was talking. And Geraldo just put his arm on him. And then started talking. And Patrice is like, I just shut up. Like, it just worked. Sometimes oh. if you touch somebody, it stops them. That's talking. Uh, what were we just talking about? Um, uh, I was talking about Hopkins. Sorry. <coughs> no, I, I, I talking about Amanda against Rhonda? Or the, oh, this card... Yes, that I just cannot wait to see. I want to start with, uh, you know, even the FSM uh, or the prelims. Fucking Mike Pyle, Alice Garcia, uh, Hendricks against Neil Magny is a great fight. Oh, that's a great, great welterweight fight. Hendricks versus uh, Neil again Magny. Neil Magny. Yes, uh, number six and number eight. Who did Hendricks fight last? I Calvin Gaslam at two hundred. That's his last. They fight. weren't that heavy. But wait, he was I'm supposed kidding. to fight. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm being cute. Uh, I'm being cute. Dun, 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 dun. Gaslam they both had him. trouble with their weights and everything. They did, time. right? Yeah. That was Gaslam on that fight. They're gonna love that joke, Jimmy. They're gonna uh-huh. fucking want to kill you. <clears throat> oh, first of all, did we even? When did Gaslam? Did we even talk about him versus Tim Kennedy? Did we even talk about that? I know that was a little bit ago, but that was fucking that amazing. Was a great fight. He looked great. Holy uh, shit! Looked really light. He, he was. I mean, I know. I mean, and again, I'm, I'm burnt. I might. We might have talked about this already, but that was a fucking. No, I was. I was blown away. Yeah, Tim, by his hands, and I think that was the best we ever seen him. He Tim Kennedy as, is no joke. He got better as the fight went on too. Well, Did, didn't didn't Kennedy win the first round? Well, I, am I crazy? Uh, remember about that he was dominating in the very beginning. I thought but so. At the very end, he was almost lucky. He yes. was taking. A, he was landing, getting landed on, man. And it was very unusual where Tim was getting all. He got all the best positions, but just couldn't keep it. Yeah. And then sometimes you do that, especially at the beginning of the fight. It could be exhausting, like, and it could hit you hard. Maybe before you get the second win, I believe before he got the second win, Gaslin was just. Landon, man, Kelvin was landing some shit. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why that just and he came looked out. fast and he looked light. He, he looks looked really fucking good. awesome, man. But he wants to go back to one seventy. He was saying, and uh, why? Well, I mean, you know, it's definitely he's a wrestler, and he just says that he would blow up too much in between between fights, and he knew it. He's like, I just wasn't he wasn't doing the right thing. And it's so funny because before the fight, what a Gaslam fight that they fought at uh, middleweight, right? Um, my crazy against yeah. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was so. okay. God, thought yeah. So, yeah. It's funny, man, because when they're walking out, Joe Rogan's, and you know the difference is he's, uh, you know, the, the discipline. Uh, Tim Kennedy even said, "Yeah, Kelvin's right. not disciplined. He's not disciplined." Called him out. Well, that undisciplined motherfucker just landed some shit. And I tell you, <laughs> Tim Kennedy is a fucking specimen of a human being. No, he's he literally is. like a statue of a human being. Oh no, yeah, he's like a, walking around like a He-Man figure. Yeah, you know, he's like he's like he's like a a, a lighter version, or is it no? He's actually the same weight as. Uh, as fucking, uh, oh my God. Shawnee uh, Carter? Uh, no, Romero. Joel oh, Romero. Romero. Oh, yeah. I mean, look what he did with him. I mean, that's a fight he very well should have won. You know what I mean? And the guys he's beaten, and, and then look at, uh, dude, you are going to shit yourself later. Drink I, that coffee really fast. Let me see what happens. No, I'm going to He just drank poop. a. He just How drank a. Be if I was 16 ounce. I what was that? What was that purple Dildo? thing you. <laughs> I sat on? Oh, I'm trying to What is the drink you just drank? What I just drank right here, it's it's called the shit your pants, dude. I would not do it. It's 24 ounces, 
or 32 ounces. It is beets, carrots. The best of all, hold on. The best I looked at the thing and go, what was that big drink of the 16 ounce? Well, it's like 34 ounces. Beets, carrots. Yeah. Kale. Dude, I'm already clinching my ass right now. Ginger, cucumber, spinach. No fruit, no sugar. A little ginger for the old digestion. Oh, yeah, I, 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 a little ginger in this too. You see this? Yes, Matt's pointing his dick. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so. But anyway, back to Uriah. Uriah, oh, you weren't talking about the, oh, the yeah, other night? Uriah, Uriah, Uriah is fucking awesome. He, the way Uriah. he put everything together the other night was amazing. And uh, I couldn't be happy for him. Well, congratulations on a phenomenal career, Uriah Faber. Yes, our pal who we would love to have in. And he didn't seem like he regretted it at the end. He went out, he won. He didn't go, hey, man, I'm rethinking it. He goes, nope, I got some business Ah. ventures. You know, again, even in that fight, he's a little vulnerable to the leg kick. His calf was getting kicked. And you could see it was buckling him a little bit. He's been around a long time. He's fought war after war, decision after decision. He's leaving on his own terms. Leaving on his own terms. And that's very rare nowadays. 100% healthy. You know? He's 100% with it. And good for him, man. Go out and make some more money. He'll always have a career as a, yeah. as a spokesperson or as a fucking... Oh, he's got yeah. his own gym. You know, he's just great. Like he said, he's got a lot of iron, irons in the fire. He'll be fucking hot girls until he's 86. Oh, yeah. Forget about until that. Until he's Zsa Zsa Gabor's age. He'll be 99. She just that's how his, that's, I know. That's, what I mean. that's how he, that's Uriah's going to die. He'll be 99 dumping a load in a 28-year-old and going, oh, and his heart's going to quit. That's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to the Mickey versus uh, Gall fight. I thought Mickey uh, versus, no, he didn't yeah, Mickey fight versus Gall. Oh, he fought his <laughs> demons. Uh, <it> <laughs> Mickey against Sage. Uh, yeah, Mickey versus Sage was great. And then uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was yeah, fun as hell. And I liked, I liked the spunk that uh, that Sage uh, showed in the ring. Came, yeah, yeah, because that was um, it, it wasn't. It was it was awesome. He enjoys it in there. And I think that kid's got the world by the nuts, and we're going to see again. You know, he shows that he's at that level. He wants to go back to 155. He said that's his weight class. Who? Uh, um, both of them are saying that now. But um, uh, what they fight? Sage was, saying, Sage was saying that. Sage was saying 155. He wants to fight at. That's his weight class. But uh, but he did. But you know, <clears throat> man, after the win, uh, Mickey did call out Dan Hardy. Yeah, if he's coming back, yeah. which was very interesting. I feel. Very. See if he's four zero, Mickey. And he's, he's being strategic. Now, that's an interesting fight. You know, Dan Hardy, I mean, the thing is this, you'd have to factor in it. Dan Hardy's, you know, not that he's always, he looks like a guy that's always in shape, but yeah. but he hasn't fought in a hot minute. That means a long time. Yeah, sure does. Cause, cause, How long? I don't know. What? what? I don't know. When's the last time he fought? Chris yeah. 98? Uh, it's been, it's been at least a couple of years because he had his heart issue. And Is that your Christmas flannel you're wearing? Huh? You like your flannel. Is that brand new? Is that a brand new flannel? No, I've it. worn it before. We hate it. I'm right. sorry. Don't wear it again. Did you it's try distracting. A, did you try a cockpit? It yet? fits too well. <laughs> of course he did. For Christmas, let's give him uh, some Viagra. I know, but he's got PJ. Skills. That's a pajama top. He's got pajama bottoms. Hey, didn't, like I see, didn't I see you on the fucking Polar Express the other day with yeah. that thing on? Yeah, it was one of the fucking elves. Christopher yeah. I'm a producer of the <laughs> podcast on the North Pole. <laughs> Everything's fine. Also, we just fucking double team him with fucking... <laughs> Yes, Chris. Hey, Chris the Medusa, how's that uh, mistletoe? Yeah, yeah, nice <laughs> fucking flannel, jack off. <laughs> I'm only kidding, buddy. And what did you? And, and I also <laughs> now, now, Matt, are you? Are you? Uh, Dan Hardy last fought in 2012, actually. That's what I'm saying, Dallas, man. So, so it's a while, yeah. And you know, that's. I mean, he's a guy that's. Uh, what the hell? Who, know, who knows if he off. even comes back though? Who's, what's that? Who knows? No, but he's saying he wants to fight. Come back. So is GSP. So is uh, BJ. I mean, they're all saying they want to fight. Well, BJ is fighting again. Yeah, I know. What date is that? I believe it. The BJ Penn fight. January 15th. Again, everyone fights. When they fight, I believe it. Dude, I love that there's so many fights. I do too. It's all, I I love it. 
And card uh, after card. It's so funny. Um, uh, you know, we had a date night the other night, me and my wife. And uh, where'd you go? We went to see. You ready? New Star Wars. Are you ready for it? the new Star Wars? What do you think? Uh, I was about to, what's the, what the hell's the name of it again? The uh, the Ro- new Rogue One. Rogue One. It's fucking great. Everyone is. Hey, wait, hold on a second. Great. Hold on one second. I know. Wait, see what I'm doing? Let's do it together. Let's point to them. One, two, three. That's me. I don't know why I got to throw that in, but uh, holy shit, Jimmy. What a, you, you like the Star Wars movies or not so much? You know, I, I loved you the didn't... first two. Uh, part three was a good movie. George Lucas stinks. Those Ewoks were fucking little shitballs. Yeah. I did not like the new ones. <laughs> not I, me neither. Well, no, The Force Awakens, I, I really enjoyed. The prequels were I awful. I fucking love The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. I like J.J. Abrams, the director. It was decent. I did not give a fuck about Han Solo's yeah. kid. I thought he was wimpy. I, you know I don't want to hear I, his daddy issues. I want Darth did. Vader. Bam, bam, bam. Well, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, Force Awakens, that's another thing. But Not I, terrible. I, enjoy, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it. But this is the first movie. And I don't want to do spoilers. I want people to see it. No, no, so I will gonna, see I'm not going to destroy it. I'll give you a hint. It's very brave how Disney made the choices they did in this movie. Okay. Oh, I'll tell you, I'm not going to give it away. No, don't give it anyway. I'm not giving anything away, but I doubt there'll be a Rogue 2. <laughs> I'll just, how about this? Listen, there I, might be, but this is my point. If I think there's going to be a spoiler, I do this. This is my almond warning. <laughs> I, I shake the almond D- bag. Disney was... They, listen, I will give this away because you got to know what's going in. There is... It, it To me, it had a feel of like... Like the Magnificence, not the new one. I haven't seen the new one yet, but like... You ever see like Magnificent Seven? Sure, or I've like, seen it. Uh, my nickname for my dick. <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't even know. why? Why the Magnificent Seven? Because it's magnificent. And it's seven inches? No, no, no. I fucked twice. It's three and a half. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm childish. It's great. That's why we get along. I like it. Cock! So you love the uh, movie? I fucking... I, I'm seeing it again tomorrow. I'm going to take my father and my brother to go see it. Because okay. they haven't seen it. Yeah, like a family. Can guy. I get tickets? I sort... Man, me and my wife got the second row, but it was in the recliner one, which is phenomenal. I'll do that every time. Is it an IMAX? And we saw it... Uh, no, I didn't see it in IMAX, but uh, I want to. But, uh, I mean, I enjoyed the shit out of it, man. It was... Uh, it's almost like a, a Star Wars for grown-ups, man. I mean, it's, it's not okay. super kid-friendly. It's, 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 it's pretty violent. It's more of like a war movie. It has to deal with like the rebellion... And uh, it, it takes place direct, right before Star Wars Episode Four, which is the New Hope, the first Star Wars. Okay, that we saw like back in the day. So, and oh man, I'm not giving it away, but Darth Vader's—he doesn't have a ton of screen time, but when he's there, oh, you just gave away a spoiler. No! I didn't know he was in it. Well, there, listen, he's on the commercial. So. <laughs> commercial all oh, over the place. Really? He's, on the, he's in the trailer. Show me Darth I'm Vader. not giving that away. Good for you, I didn't know that. It, I did not so, know. That. Listen. I recommend do not take a piss break. I'm going again tomorrow, and I just seen it. I only want to see movies with Darth Vader, dude. Darth Vader, it's so fucking awesome, and it's just, it's just so good. It's such a, it's, it's very satisfying. I don't want to talk to you after you see it, you know. But yeah, you'll see that guy on this. He's playing the trailer now. There, you see some stuff, and it's just, it's a grittier, like a, it's, it's like a gritty, like, like space, like, um. Like like a war movie, sure. you know what I mean, and it's like you know they're going on this like this this mission that could cost them everything, their lives, it's and that, but it's for the greater good, it's for the fucking galaxy. 
Let me ask you a question, Matt. Now, if, if talk to me, if these all happened before the original yes. Star Wars, then how the fuck was Han Solo in the last one? No, 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 no. See, this is different. The, the Han that happened after them. That's part of it. So they went this after. Now it's a what the fuck? Yeah, are they this doing? is this is basically. Listen, this is what I would tell is somebody. This part of the J.J. Abrams series. Uh, well, no, it's a different director. It's the guy, same guy that did Godzilla. You know, which I didn't like. I didn't like Godzilla. But this one, this one, it's like you get to meet the the characters and like you, you don't have to know too much. They don't get into too much detail with a lot of them, but you know enough of them. Like I'll tell you, um, what the fuck was the name of this 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 uh robot? Bill Shepard. No, but the robot was phenomenal in it. The fucking android. What the hell was his name? What was his name? Can you get me his name, please? Because he deserves a shout out. The Did robot. they do the music? No. No it, was, music? it was a different score. No Darth Vader music? Uh, Darth Vader had the heads on. Yeah, he might have had his shit. But they didn't have a lot of the they didn't have a lot of the Star Wars music. But, but dude, Jones it was look at that. Voice? It was a fucking yes. He and did? it was yes, I believe it did. Are you talking it's, about K2SO? K2SO was so fucking awesome. He's some comedy relief. He's a he's he's I hate comedy he's relief. an well he's an imperial droid that got reprogrammed. I just hate comedy relief in, in these movies. <laughs> so far, hold on. Where is this Dude, cocksucker? On, I don't man. see him. Oh no, you wait. You hold wait. on. You're gonna see. Hold oh, on. Okay. Cool. Hold on. Wait, wait. Don't stop. Don't blink. Don't blink. Don't blink. Don't. Ooh, whose helmet is that? Don't say it. Darth Vader's. Okay. Darth Vader. I meant this. I meant this. Ooh, that's Matt. Okay, I'm sorry. Putting in my coffee. <laughs> Stirring it. So now, hold on. We got a call in a few minutes. Yes. Uh, let's. Uh, that looks really good, dude. I do want to see that. You've made me want to see that. Everybody should go see it. Rogue One. And uh, again, you know, it was uh, some brave choices by Disney. And they, they did a movie that was a Star Wars movie that's kind of geared a little bit more towards the... Uh, it's PG-13, but definitely leans towards R. And I enjoyed the fucking shit out of it. How many pee breaks? Zero. I'd say zero pee breaks. Huh? Zero. Don't take, don't take a piss there in this thing. I mean, you can in the, in the, maybe in the, in the first half, but you want to... Listen, I enjoyed every bit of it, and I can't wait to see it again because I am a fucking nerd. A dangerous nerd, I might add, because I will rip an arm off and, and strangle somebody. But speaking of getting strangled, that's that's a horrible segue. No, it's not. Um, well, uh, let's talk about uh, Paige versus uh, Michelle Waterson. Uh, what a, what a, I mean, that girl... The karate hottie, she she's good, man. She's really good. Yes, she is. You know, she's tough. And and you know, she hit her with a beautiful hip throw, bang. And again, man, she she that she got that rear naked choke. That's not the first time she got a rear naked choke, I can tell right. you that much. And uh Paige is so tough. She's trying to fight out of it. Um, I believe she was looking for the top arm to pull down. Maybe I gotta see it again. But uh you know, she she was just about out. It was one of those things where she stopped fighting it at a point, and and the, who who's the ref for that? Do we know? Was that Big John? I don't, I'm not even sure. I believe it was. I don't. remember. I'm not sure. I forget right now. But whatever ref it was, they, they did the right job because it, it was done. I mean, she was about to. If she wasn't sleeping, she was about to go to sleep. So uh, and 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 she's not the type to really. She's not in that quick tap club. You know what I mean? Right. Like she was really trying to fight that thing off. But you know, when you're caught, you're caught. And the first thing she said afterwards. Is the right thing. She's like, I just need to do more jujitsu. Oh, okay. And, uh, that's the right attitude. She knows it. And the same goes for Sage, Sage and Paige. They got just be go living on those mats to us. That they're not getting any worse standing up, and that's always going to be there. And I'm not saying let that, you know, don't you know, don't don't work your stand up. But I'm saying put a lot of time in on the mat. And what's beautiful about doing a lot of jujitsu is straight up rolling. 
is that it's not too hard on your body. You could do a lot of jujitsu. You know, I used to be training. I used to train hard during the day, man, and then try to get. You want to get naps or, or relax between your second sessions, so you get your body some rest. You don't want something right after the other. Right. But I used to. I man, you want to get. You should be. They should be rolling five days a week, four minimum. I mean, but they should be. Or if not more, they could be rolling even more than that. But you know, I know that there's so many other skills to work on. But I mean, that's for both of them. That looks like the weakest area because they are. Feisty standing sure. up, you know. I'm not lumping them both in, but they both kind of got that aggressive. They both style lost standing. the same way, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I mean, it's good though. And they, but they're both super young. What, 22 and 20, right? Yeah. I mean, shoot, I wasn't in the UFC till 26. By the time they're 26, they could be phenomenal. They could be um, awesome in jujitsu. Another four years or five years right. of doing jujitsu, they could be a different person down there. I gotta pay. Me too. So, can we pay real quick? Uh, yeah. Right. Let's save time. Go together. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. We're back. Matt and I did not take a fake tinkle break. We took real tinkle breaks. Yes. And uh, Matt and I will typically use the restroom together. We're not lovers or homosexuals. We're just friends. But we like conserving water and time. Mm-hmm. What? So Matt and I are standing there. We're joking. We're laughing. We both looked down at the same time. It's so weird. Matt goes, dude, can you picture a world where a new pair of underwear isn't just fresh? But it means you're stepping into a better day. I'm like, I don't know. Then he goes, you just think about it. Underwear is the first thing you put on and the last thing you take off. I said, Matt, you're not wrong. He said, would you settle for anything less than the best feeling underwear on the planet? I said, Matt, you know I wouldn't. Now I'm heated. Uh, you didn't have to yell at me, though. I didn't mean I was yelling to you, not at you. All right. I was yelling about it. Matt goes, Jim, MeUndies focuses solely on producing the most comfortable underwear you've ever experienced. Mm. And then I said, really? And Matt said, Read the copy. I'm like, ow, you're right. I'm sorry about that. I didn't slap him back either. I value my life. My friends at MeUndies mm. sent Matt and I some underwear a while back. Mm. And now neither one of us can imagine wearing anything else. Am I right? Well, you should, you're not wrong. I'll tell you that much. It really makes each day that much better. <laughs> try, try them on. And if they aren't the most comfortable, best feeling undies you've ever had, they will refund you and let you keep the first pair free. You'll lose nothing. Included in the price is the sweet touch of Modal. Mm. I should say that like a jazzier. Yeah, go ahead. Sweet price of Modal. Modal. It's a special fabric made with the best in-class raw materials that are scientifically proven to be three times softer than cotton. And I wear them all the time. Matt wears them all the time. They really are soft and awesome. I've, I can't say enough about them. My MeUndies. I love my MeUndies. I was so weird when Matt just started talking about it before. I was like, I guess... <laughs> Wants to discuss I don't have to wait till we get on air to talk about my MeUndies. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I love them. I uh, remember I did the MeUndies read with my underwear showing last time. I took a clip of that and I, th- I, I was going to tweet it, but I'm like, dude, it looks like you have half a heart on. You, let, might, like, you might want me to put it on. Let out me there. see it. I, I, I'm going to show it to you okay, after. I did not have a heart on. Uh, included in the price is the sweet touch of Modal. I said that twice. These uber cozy undies are sold exclusively at the MeUndies website where you're going to enjoy free shipping in the US and Canada. And for a limited time, everyone in the audience gets 20%. Stop saying my audience. It's our audience. Matt, Sarah, Jim Norton. 20% off their first order. But you have to go to our own special URL at MeUndies.com slash UFC. With the MeUndies Better Day Guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So don't wait any longer. MeUndies.com slash UFC right now. 20% off your first order. Matt and I both wear them and we both enjoy them. I enjoy the heck out of my MeUndies. They are soft. 
So can soft. I see that? Matt said my hog looked good in these. He, he didn't. He didn't phrase it like that. He said, "Yeah, you have a hard on." To me, that means hog looked good because I really didn't. You're gonna be happy with it. It's the underwear. It's not my dick. I, yeah. Honestly, it's the underwear. I, I'll take your word for it. They make your dick look a lot better than it should. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it's good because most times. You want it to look good in the underwear. Yeah. And then a girl sees it, and, and she, this is what actually plays in my home. <laughs> this is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. Rocket Mortgage brings the mortgage approval process into the 21st century. Fast, powerful, and completely online, Rocket Mortgage has taken all the complicated time-consuming parts of applying for a mortgage out of the equation. Hate searching through stacks of old files and paperwork? Of course you do. With Rocket Mortgage, you can easily share your bank statements and pay stubs at the touch of one button, helping you get approved in minutes for a custom mortgage solution that's been tailored to your unique financial situation. Even better, with Rocket Mortgage, you can do all of this on your phone or your tablet. It's a quick online process that you can manage from the convenience of your couch, so if you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home, check out Rocket Mortgage today at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Derek Lewis, who we like watching Yes, so we much. do. Is fighting Travis Brown on the uh, February 11th card in Brooklyn. That's a legit test because he, remember, he, Derek himself said his last fight was bullshit. This is bullshit right here. He said it was. That's what he said. He this, wasn't happy. This, this is bullshit right here. Travis Brown is a is a different level of fighter though. The, well, they, this is this is what he. This is a fight that I'm sure he's going to be anth for. He said he was disrespect. It was disrespectful to the UFC to set him up with uh, his last opponent. No, then and, you got to destroy your last opponent. Yeah, that's bullshit. But I think that's his way of trying to get a bigger fight. And mm. now he's got one. He's got one. And Travis, what was the last fight was the Verdum fight, which he didn't look good in, but the well, bottom well, well, line is on. he had hurt. Well, I'm saying uh, yeah, he yeah, hurt I, himself. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Right. I was going to say, because we were like watching it, and then you realize that tough motherfucker fought with his bone sticking out. Yeah. So, I mean, look at that. I mean, a lot of that's what I'm saying. People have no clue what it's like. I, mean, I think that, he's that due guy. for a very dominating fight, Travis. He's due for a tremendous. Yeah. I mean,. That's gonna be fun. It's a big that's fight. A, for that's him. a fun fight. What was this fight before that? Sorry, was it was it uh, Kane? Yeah. So he lost two in a row. Yeah. This is a huge fight for Travis Brown. It is huge, and uh, and so is uh, the Black Beast. He's huge. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, you know, that's gonna be a very interesting fight. I hey, listen. I, I get so excited about all these fights that we gotta talk about. What's the main event in the Brooklyn card? Holly Holm, Jermaine Duran, Mabe. That's big. That, that's a no. First of all, I was just watching uh, some fights of uh, Jermaine. And she and she's freaking tough as hell. She is. Yeah, yeah. And she and that and styles make fights, you know. So I mean, to see her versus Holly, that that they're both very good standing, very good, tall, lanky. That's gonna be a good fight. I really, I'm a big fan of Holly Holm. I think I she's too. tough as hell. I know she had some tough luck in some fights, but uh, I'm not a, a fair weather fan. Sure. You know, I'm a guy that uh, if I like a like I told you before too, uh, Alpha Cat Zingano. Yes, you, you love know? her. I, well, you know what it is. She's a, she, she the way she fights. Sure. Man. I mean, look at her. Because you were asking me if Amanda Nunes uh, ever ever lost, and I said the one that comes to mind to me is is uh, her fighting Cat uh, Zingano, and Kat, she was beating up Cat in that beginning of that fight. Like it was one of those where it's like, man, this might this is not, this ain't going well. And that's why I like Cat Zingano a lot because she had a similar fight to Misha Tate 
where she weathered some early shit and she comes, she's just a warrior. A lot of people remember her for her fight versus Ronda Rousey where she charged her and got caught in a quick arm lock. And even Ronda and, was like, this is not the Kat Zingano I know. Like, you know, yeah, she knows I mean, Kat's much tougher than that. Yeah, I mean, enough. And, and, and to be the one guy to say that it wasn't an awful... Like she, she went. The, she did throw her, but then she ended up. Ronda's so good in a scramble, it just, boom. She caught her right in that. Then you, when you're in that arm was about to break. So, but besides that, I'm talking about. She's battle tested. She was losing to uh, Amanda Nunes, and uh, she came. She weathered it. See, that's one of the things where um, Amanda was very dominant in the beginning of her fight with Casagano, and then Cat weathered it, and then Amanda gassed, and that that's something to be to look at, like. Is Ronda, it, now not that she's going, she can go out there and get a nice fucking judo throw and, and get on top and just go to work. Or is she going to be durable enough? And it, it, did she get past? I mean, listen, you don't know how somebody reacts if they're getting stopped. Right. You know, because I know what that's like. I know I could, it could mentally fuck with you. It could mentally say, listen, am I, am, 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 if I get hit, is this jaw going to be close to busted again? Am I, am, on my life? Did her jaw get broken? No, I don't believe it was, but, but it she was wasn't fun. able to eat an apple for a very long time. I remember that because she did post online when she did was able to eat an apple again, and it wasn't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was too quick. You know what I mean? So, and I know what that's like, man. I told you, I got my jaw busted. It wasn't broken, but it was. I couldn't bite down for for a while. It hurts, right? Oh yeah, man. It clicks to this day. I told you. Yeah. And uh, so it's just a rough thing. So you to go back in there and and and. To get touched again, you know, you can you have to know that you're not made of glass, you know. But now you're fighting someone who hits like a fucking truck, sure, you know. So, you know, that's gotta that's gotta uh, that that that's up to her coaches and it's up and see and and her to see to get past that to get past that fucking that hurdle of uh, of doubt. Her first fight in a year, hurdle of doubt, hurdle of doubt. I don't know if that makes sense, but dude, well, well that's an amazing <laughs> fight. We're going to talk to Cody very shortly about that fight yeah. with Dom. That's the fight I'm looking forward to a lot as well. Dude, this card, the, the first fight in the main card um, is TJ Dillashaw against John Lineker. That's Ooh. numbers one and two in the bantamweight. I mean, th 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 what? Link is fun. Jesus Link Christ is fun, is man, because he comes in with these hooks, and he's going body, body, head. He's just like, whoa, 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 right? Little fucking pit bull. Who's his last fight? Oh, it, oh! I know it. I know it because I've seen it, but it's slipping me. But don't tell me. Wait, hold on, hold on. What the fuck was he? Who did he fight? Who the hell did he fight now? Hold on, don't it's tell bothering me. me. Who is it? Hold Chris, on. the producer? Stop fucking with me. Are you oh. trying to guess, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm remembering his... Is it Uriah? No, it was against John Dotson. It was, yes! That dude, yeah. I knew it. And Dotson's not any... Dotson beat Dillashaw. You know what I mean? That, that's that, he's a tough guy. Yes, Johnson. he is, John Dawson. But uh, yeah, that that's gonna be a that's gonna be a great fight. No, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Fight. TJ's, that TJ's fun to watch. TJ is fun. Yeah, he's all over the place, man. He's he good. is right. Yeah, he's, he's, I get tired watching him. But uh, there's that. Where is that? For Verdum against Velasquez. Is that card in front of me or no? Yeah, have they ever not. fought? They have never fought. Uh, Kane has never fought for Bruce Verdum, has he? No. What? Kane Velasquez for Bruce Verdum is the third fight. Wait, what do you mean they never fought? They, I don't have they. Oh no no no! Of, of course, course they fought. Of course, Verdun yeah. took the bell from Kane. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was about to. I just uh, agreed with you. But yeah. yeah. No no no. But uh, that's a that's a that is that's huge. That could main event something right there. Yeah, it could. Get Kane is like unstoppable. Oh, that's right. I mean, he choked he, him out. Know, he, he got caught before by it. JDS, but but uh, but other than that, he's that heavyweight that never gets tired, and he always gasses guys out. Right. Styles make fights, and I'm going to tell you right now. Verdum is probably out of all the other UFC uh, UFC guys in, the, in their weight class. 
he's got to be the hardest matchup, I feel, for Cain Velasquez because all around the skill set, like when Cain goes to get off on him, because of the height difference, uh, Verdum does a great job of getting that tie clinch. And whether he lands those knees or he doesn't, he fought, it, it, it shuts Kane down. Kane could look to put him down. If Kane exerts the energy putting him down, Verdum doesn't have to fight the takedown. He could fight it to a certain point, then just go to his back. He's that comfortable on his back where a normal heavyweight is usually a little clunky down there and, and, uh, and, and could take a beating. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it, 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 he's so good off his back, Verdum, that he's comfortable there. So now he's still getting, he's still going to be burning uh, more energy than right. Verdum. So Verdum could go off standing, try to get his shit off. And would, and then Kane fights the way he normally, if he's not dominating the up, he looks to put him down. That's how he got caught last time. Well, part was also Kane. The fact that I didn't remember that fight is so crazy because it was in Mexico. And yeah. they said that Kane, maybe the altitude might've gotten to him because his uh-huh. cardio did not look the way it normally looks. It's true, but it still comes down to that skill set. Now, it's a three-round fight. So in a three-round fight, he could out-hustle him, take him down, beat him up a little bit, get out. I mean, he could have that type of game plan. I'd much rather them see a fight with five rounds. That's a good fight, though, man. Yeah. Oh, it's a good listen. I can't wait for that one, especially he's fighting a guy that submitted him. Was so. it the third round that they that he submitted him last time? Third or second. I'm remembering third, but I could, again, I don't, I don't trust my yeah. stupid memory now. I remember Kane charging in and getting caught. It, it, was, is, the, it okay. is the third. It is the third. That was a while ago. Yeah. But uh, I cannot wait for that. That's a phenomenal fight, uh, Kane versus Verdum, the rematch. Third fight on the card. Like, the, I mean, there's still a co-main and a main. Who else do we got on that? We, we have, uh, that's Cruz uh, Garbrandt and, of course, oh, yeah. uh, you know, Ronda Nunes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That, that's great. That's the 30th. You got to let me know if you're coming over for that. You know, you I think I'm going to. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, I want to see. There's a lot of fights on that guy. I definitely want to see Pilot Garcia. Even Tim Means against Alex Oliveira on the uh, UFC uh, Fight Pass prelims. It's a tremendous card. I think we're actually talking to Tim Means in the next okay. week or whatever. Yeah. Oh, good. Good, good. I would, yeah, I'll be interested to ask him, too, because he had a similar thing to Jones where they found a tainted substance and he got in less trouble. And right. I, I want, I'm wondering why that is. Maybe yeah, they felt Jones know. was more careless or whatever it was. So Cody is supposed to be calling in uh, soon. Well, he's late. Yeah, he's it's okay because he's doing a bunch of other media. So he's they're running a little behind. So he'll be burnt out by the time we get him on here. <laughs> right, that's what Matt's saying, and I don't I don't like. Uh, we got Cody calling right now. We're happy to have Good. Cody. I like Cody Good. a lot. Hello, you have to wear that flannel again. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> is this Cody? Is this Cody? Hey, yeah, hey, Cody. Hey, buddy, it's Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. How are you, Jim? How are you guys? Man? I'm doing great. I'm down here in LA in some warm weather. Enjoying it. When do you go out to? Yeah, well, the thing in LA and Vegas is so close. How how far before the fight will you actually go out? I'm actually flying in uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, I'm going to fly in Saturday. Uh, my girlfriend lives there, so we're going to fly in Saturday and enjoy Christmas uh, on Sunday together, and then you know get ready for the media and weight cut and you know final preparations of fight week. How much does it suck cutting weight in Vegas? Like I'm sure it's unpleasant everywhere. But in Vegas, where there's just so much good food, and it's like such a fun place to hang out. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's it's easy. I've been cutting weight since I was nine years old for wrestling, so it's I wouldn't know what to do around the holidays. I wrestled my whole entire life, so we didn't really have that pleasure of eating the cookies and and, and, the, and the best, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, dinner. So it's not bad. I mean, I really don't cut weight. Like I, I'm, I'm, I woke up this morning. I'm 146 pounds, so just kind of diet, watch my weight, water load, and the weight comes right off. So. Easy weight cut for me. Okay, so you're used to the holidays kind of going by, and you smell cookies and go, no, I can't have any. 
Yeah, I mean, I might lick some of the icing or something when Grandma, <laughs> you know, was making her cookies, you know, but uh, that's about it. I'll dabble on that. I don't like to run uh, to cut weight. I like to exhaust myself, so I try to just stay to my diet plan, my meal plan, and what my nutritionist says to do, and it makes the weight cut easier. Well, I'm so amazed by you guys because I, I, I filmed something recently where I'd been eating really healthy for a while, and I said, all right, afterwards, I'm going to treat myself. So I had some pizza and some wings, and last time I went and had frozen yogurt like a girl. I had three helpings with <laughs> toppings on them. I just couldn't stop shoving frozen yogurt in my fat face. I'm like, I don't know how athletes live like this. You guys, the willpower you guys have is fucking staggering. <laughs> That's well, great. I love frozen yogurt, too. I, I do all the toppings as well. All right, I don't feel as bad, then. If you're eating it, I don't feel as bad. <laughs> a world-class athlete and me eating the same shit. Yo, um, Cody, I, th- I I think you handled yourself really well um, Saturday night when I saw you were getting interviewed with John, with, with, with John Attic with you and Dominic. I'll tell you right now, that's uh, you did very well because Dom's very good. He's witty and he knows how to get under your He skin. rattles people. He rattles, but Cody wasn't. Cody right was going back at him. And uh, how'd you get it? Now, let me ask you. Did you practice that? Did you say, all right, this guy's going to say some shit. I'm, I have some shit ready for him. Well, no, I didn't have nothing to practice. I mean, I'm, um, this is me and this is how I am. You know, uh, Going in there, I knew he, that's what he wants to do. Let's uh He's so desperate to get under my skin and get me out of my game plan, and you know he's that that desperation is, is fear to me. You know he doesn't know what kind of fighter I am, and in his interviews he doesn't know what kind of fighter I am. And in this position, he's never seen me wrestle or seen me in the fourth and fifth round. I just let him know, hey, if you're a man enough to take me to the fourth and fifth round and put me in those positions where I need to fight out, I'm I'm a fighter, I'm a survivor, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way. You know, yes, I go out there and knock my opponents out, but I have skills. I'm here for a reason. You know, just let him know that. He's just not in for me going out there, you know, trying to be a power puncher and knock him out. I have skill, and, you know, if he has to make me tap into my skills, then, okay, uh, it's, it's a fight. I, I want to showcase my skills against the best in the world. That's why I fight. And, uh, you know, he's witty. He's good. Um, it's kind of not even fun to go with him because some of the, you know, my jokes are, or me shit-talking him goes over his head. And he <laughs> oh, just tries to act. You know, he's like, you know, we're on Fox. You don't need to cut. I am who I am. I think he's a fake person. He's phony. If, if the cameras weren't on him, he's a completely different person. He's the one cussing. He's the one, you know, going and talking about daddy issues and, uh, like, ignorant stuff. Like, like he's a teenage girl. And that's what I felt like. It just kept going on and on. I'm like, <laughs> look at the producer. I'm like, is this, we just going to keep talking, you know, insulting each other? I mean, called me TV Herman because I had a red tie on. You know, he's just jealous. <laughs> I'm a better looking dude than him. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I've seen his interview with um, when, when a similar situation you were in, and uh, he was doing that with a TJ Dillashaw, and that was a fucking ten eight. That is a ten eight round for Dom because verbally he beat him with the verbal judo. I'll tell you right there, TJ was uh, TJ was kind of stuck. Yeah, that was hard to watch. But you would definitely, you would definitely game. And I'll tell you, you know, it might feel like yo, this is immature. We're gonna fight. But I'm telling you, I got amped. I'm like, oh, I want to see these motherfuckers fight. Right. I get amped. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. You know, I know it's, it's, you know, the UFC makes it as a sport and and for the main audience. But for me, I I never thought it was a sport. I'm not in there to get a trophy or to just get a win. I'm in there to, you know, I'm really in there to hurt you. You know, so this banner back and forth, he's saying that he's going to knock me out. He's going to put me in the hospital. That right there motivates me. I use that as fuel. I'm like, all right, this guy's going to try to really come in and hurt me. I believe what I say. He doesn't believe that. He knows that he can't knock me out. He, that's what, if he's making it out, the only way to beat me is by knocking me out. He's going to be in a rude awakening for sure. He'd never knock anybody out. He'd knock one, finish one person out to Kea, you know, and, uh, 
you know, that's it. If he's making a knocking me out and thinking that, you know, I've, I've been, I was knocked out. Okay. I, I, I've lost, you know, I was, I was, a, I was a teenager. And How I long ago was that? that 32 and one as an amateur. Yeah. yeah, that was, I was 2011. Uh, you know, it's like, he keeps bringing that up that I'm, you know, uh, it keeps bringing that up about you know concussions and this and that. It's like, all right, man, if you're man enough to you know, you know, knock me out with those busted hands of them. He's got, he has two ACLs. You ever see his legs? His legs are weak. You know, he's got no wheels. As I told him, he's not gonna be able to run from me. Yeah, run from me in there. And uh, I'm just excited. You know, I'm excited. He's. Uh, I feel like he's a very desperate man to know what kind of fighter that I am. Uh, that's why I let him know he's gonna. You're man enough to take me into that deep waters. I'm gonna swim. You know, I'm, I train with killers. I prepare myself for the. You know the the high pace action fight. I train hard, prepare my body to go in there. Five rounds of just nonstop, you know, action. But uh, you know, I go in there. I, I know I can, I know I can seal it with one punch. You know, but I have it in the back of my mind that if it has to be a you know a dog fight, I'm, I'm I'm prepared to do that. I fought my whole life. You know, some situations where I didn't think I was going to come out alive in some of my fights that I was in. You know, the street fights. I don't think Dominic's ever been in a street fight where he had to fight for his life. You know, getting stabbed or any of that. I've been in. Some real, real shit, and you know, I don't think he, he. I know for a fact he hasn't. Well, I'll tell you right now that the neck tattoo alone. I told you already. I could tell you mean business. That fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what tie you're wearing. Uh, you know that neck tattoo. Uh, that that alone puts my fucking antennas up. Uh, but let me tell you, yeah. you're you're confident, but you should be confident. You. Every one of your fights, except for your second fight that went the distance in the UFC, every other you, mm-hmm. you finished every guy they put in front of you. Um, the five rounds, I know you feel. I'm, I'm sure in 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 practice you do five rounds on the reg. I mean, am I wrong? Ten, we've been uh, my head coach Justin Buckles. We've been I've been doing ten straight ten straight five minute rounds. New guy on me each round. That's, that's just crazy. I mean, I mean with the the. You know, uh, I, I'm Andre Fila. I have so many guys are getting yeah. good looks. Andre Fila. Like, I have so many guys that are, you know, in me. You know, these I'm going with these tough guys, hammer them down. You know, uh, I feel great. Ten rounds. I know if I can do ten rounds, I can do five rounds high pace. And uh, it's amazing. I've been. I think the least amount of sparring rounds I did on sparring day was seven, six or seven. You know, that's actually know crazy. That, yeah, yeah it, it is. We sparred a lot. I, sparred, I probably sparred. At least a hundred rounds just camp, man. You know, to, to get ready for it, man. That gives you so much confidence because I know when I used to fight, man, and with the as far as with the, I would never, I was never afraid of getting hurt, but I would be afraid of getting tired because that's the worst feeling in the fucking world. Oh, and, and right. I remember Longo. Like I used, to, I used to do if I had a, if we had like um, a three round fight, I would do at least four rounds, uh, and then another mm-hmm. round outside of the the, the cage uh, with a cardio mm-hmm. uh, thing, a circuit an interval thing whether it's first a climber or pushing a sled or whatever. But during those five rounds, uh, Longo used to circle. I used to have uh, two guys would split up a round. So, you you know, right. it just gives you that much more confidence. So if you're doing fucking 10 rounds, holy mm-hmm. shit, man. That, you, that, that's one thing that you got to be confident about. You know? Yeah, for sure. My con- I've never, I, I've always believed that I have great cardio. Um, but that's the, the unknown, you know, that's him being desperate, not knowing how I am there, you know, in the fifth round fight, you know, fifth round fight or fourth or the third, you know, go on there. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I've trained hard. I live my life. I have nothing, no other hobbies, but being a world champion and, uh, you know, being the best fighting the best. So I know I'm going to prepare myself to be the best that I can be. And, you know, we're doing flight simulations now, uh, where I'm having Danny, Chris, Justin, I'm having three guys on me at once, you know, going from pads to grappling to, Chris Holdsworth on my back. That guy's like a wet blanket, you know, getting him off here, yeah. on my legs, you know, wrestling, and then go back up to strike. So really doing a hard, hard 
fast-paced fight simulation. You know, now that we're closer to the fight, we're done with the sparring. You know, no injuries. You know, you know. Uh, so I, this is the healthier I've been all year. This is my fourth fight, fourth fight camp uh, of the year, and this is honestly I'm the healthiest I've ever been uh, going into the fight. I, because you know, this is a I had like two months in in between of you know getting this fight, so I worked on you know healing all the injuries and doing the necessary needs I, I needed to build my armor so I can break it down in camp and then, you know, peak on fight day. So my coaches and training partners got me ready. Um, you know, I'm 11 days out from uh, going in there and, and being a world champion. I have nothing to lose. You know, I, I wasn't smoking, supposed to make it this far. and I'm not surprised that I'm here, but I'm, I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying every day waking up as a day closer to a dream that you that I held on to for so long. And, Cody, let me ask you, too. You're, you're a guy you – Kind of looked up to Dominic at one point. Is that correct? When you were when you were first coming into the uh, to UFC or before you actually got into UFC, wasn't he a guy that you kind of looked up to and admired? I, I wouldn't say looked up to and admired. I would say uh, he had a bullseye okay on on his head. You know, <laughs> he had a target. I was always always from from the WC days. He was a champion. That's what I was like. Now I'm going to be a fighter. I'm going to fight this guy one day. And uh, I've always pictured myself fighting Dominic Cruz. And, you know, he, out of injuries and come back, he's been a great, you know, he's had a great story as well, coming back off injuries and retaining the title and defending it. And, uh, you know, I always picture myself fighting him, you know, back in the WC, when he was in the WC, being the champion. And, and like I said, it, it, it's surreal. Like, I've, I've visioned this since I was a teenager, fighting Dominic, knocking Dominic out for the world title. And, you know, it's, it, it was in the WC and then the UFC, you know, bought them out. And now I'm about to be a UFC champion. So, um, you know, I really believe in dreams and visuals and, and fate. And uh, it was my fate to be a world champion. And both of you guys, too, like we, we talked about the fact that Dominic can get under people's skin. You also are very verbal and you're unafraid to, to talk about a guy or talk to a guy. And that could also rattle them. So in a way, you guys cancel each other out like that. Like you, you're not intimidating him. And I don't think he's intimidating you at all. It's like, just, right. whereas with certain guys, if one guy doesn't do that, I think they can get really shook by it. But you guys both seem very comfortable going back and forth with each other like yeah 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 whatever the fuck you, you, neither one of you guys seemed rattled by that at all yeah no not at all that's what that's what he's trying to do get me out of focus that's what he tried to do with his KFA. fight he tried to you know insult me and, and get my mind off focus so he didn't have to face me he's hoping that the K pulled the upset uh, you know he's been trying to not fight me trying to derail me derail my focus but I'm more focused and motivated and hungry than I've ever been in my entire life you know I'm you're ready to fight for a world title, and they don't come. You know, they're not given to you. you right. know, that's for sure. You got to go out there and work them, and and things fall into place, and uh, they have. So, I'm, like I said, I'm enjoying the process, enjoying going out there and performing on December 30th. You know, and, and Dominic, he's he's at that next you know crossroads in his life. He's got the commentating job. You know, he he's getting his next chapter of his life secure. So he's already said that he doesn't need. You know, that he didn't need the belt to be happy. So he's kind of already relinquishing that. You know, relinquishing. Okay, I'm I'm cool if I don't have this belt. You know, he knows that he's he's gonna lose it on the thirtieth. Like I say, he's getting ready for that next chapter of his life. And you know, he can commentate and watch and watch greatness. You know, unfold. Let me tell you, Cody's confident. I'm He's really fucking confident, to, man. I like both of these guys so much, and yeah. it's such an interesting matchup. Um, but yeah, that's a good point, Cody, because he's really good. Uh, he's a great commentator. Like he's he's a great oh, yeah. commentator. And maybe yeah, as, after a certain point, when you've won the belt, you've come back. You you're a young, hungry, you know, savage guy, man. <laughs> and yeah. uh, maybe he knows oh, this is gonna be a very tough fight. And hey, win, yeah. lose, or draw, I still got a great thing going. Man. Yeah, he's, he's got something to fall back on. You know what I mean? I, I'm still making. I'm still hungry. I'm still, you know, earning my paychecks. 
you know, I'm still out there, you know, trying to make a good living. You know, he's got, you know, sec- he has security. You know, he got security with the, the Fox Sports. Hey, and not, not, he deserves a good friend. He's very great at that. But he's getting ready for that next chapter. Like he's getting ready to, you know, to, to, to hand over the polished belt that he's kept polished. And I'm thankful for that. You know, he's been great. I'm great to go. I'm very, you know, I'm looking forward to going and fighting him. I think he's been great. He's been consistent. You know, he's been, been consistent at being a champion and getting the W. He's not going out there and being a fighter. He's not going out there and being the definition of a fighter, going out there and being and finishing. You know, he's great at being a fighter, getting the W. Because at the end of the day for him, it's a W is a win. Sure. A win no matter what. If it's a split decision, you know, he's been, had so many close split decisions. For myself, I, I would be very upset with split decision wins. You know, that's one judge seeing it differently. And I want to go out there and make sure there's no question that I'm the champion, that I'm the you know, undisputed you know, baddest dude in my division, my weight class. And uh, that's why I go out there and look for the finish. I fight every time for the finish. And, uh, you know, so. But, yeah, he's great with the call commentary. Uh, but, I, like I said, I really think that he's, he's not focused on this fight. I don't think he's focused. He, he's traveling. He's working two weeks before the fight. You know, he's he's watching everyone else, breaking down everyone else's footage, the, all these other fights. And, man, you should worry about, you got, you got me in, in front of you. And, uh you know, you should be focusing solely on me. I know it's that's his job, but like I said, I don't, you can't lose focus when you got someone climbing a mountain and you're sitting at the top of it. Sure. And uh, let me ask you, now, with your fights, because you've been putting guys to sleep so much, he knows some things to watch out for, but, you know, there's a lot probably more in your arsenal that you haven't revealed yet is is that you don't have to get into detail but is there some techniques obviously because I mean, you've been putting guys to sleep you haven't been having those long drawn out fights you probably i mean you got some techniques you're like yo man i haven't even shown this yet he even tapped into it you know i even tapped into it really a lot of my potential i still feel like i'm not myself in there yet i feel like i can't i'm a i'm i want to have a breakthrough i'm gonna have a breakthrough i think this is the fight that i'm gonna have the breakthrough i i feel it i feel it my confidence growing, my skills growing, um, you know, my hard work is, you know, I, you know, I, I go in there every day with the purpose to get better, the purpose to get better as a fighter and, and as a person. And I really feel like Dominic's going to bring out the best of me. And, uh, you know, I get better each fight. I feel more comfortable each fight. But then again, I want to open up. I want to say I'm going to do this and do that. But I go out there and I put my hands on and they knock them out. So I really don't have to show up my skills. I made it this far into my you know professional career i'm fighting for a world title i really haven't used any of my wrestling jiu-jitsu half of my potential so like i said if he's man enough to bring out those skills in me i'm going to thank him for that because i'm going to you know up it you know there's a pace that he's going to set i'm going to go above it you know and he's going to try to keep above that but he's an old man he's an old man he's slowing down he's very slowing down his movement he's i don't think he's evolved as a fighter he's been the same fighter he's been really unorthodox and you know he's been edging out these split decision wins and 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 he's great at ring generalship you know when to do the score takedown or when to you know use a cage he's, he's very good at that uh, i know that i know what i'm getting into i know that he's a smart fighter but I'm a, I'm a smart fighter as well he thinks that me just going in there knocking someone out i don't know how to fight i'm just a brawler i'm a just uh who do you call me shane carwin or, or whatever i'm these i'm a smart fighter i've been here you know i've been fighting i've been boxing longer than he's been fighting my first boxing match was at 14 i have all this experience and uh, you know I'm excited. You know it's going to be a nice, uh, nice fight. I'm, I'm looking forward to the to the challenge of you know, picking them apart and taking, you know, getting them hurt and taking them out. So I've always seen it. All right, buddy. Well, good luck, man. I, I like this. this. is such a great fight. It's the co-main for uh, Amanda Nunes, Ronda Rousey. 
uh, the championship fight. This is another championship fight between you and Dominic Cruz uh, for the Bantamweight Championship. It's an amazing card that you're on. It's the last fight of the year for the mm -hmm. UFC. Um, you know, the main is great. The co-main is great. The two fights before that are great. So it's an amazing. I'm sure you have a lot of people watching. And, uh, and good luck, man. We hope to see you when you're in New York. You're welcome to come on anytime. I, I enjoy talking to you a lot. And uh, have a great fight. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Cody. Thanks, Jim and Matt. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, good luck. All right, man. Have a good day. Take okay, care. take care. Thanks, Cody. Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, look. I mean, I like Dominic a lot. He's a, he is fucking awesome. And it seems yeah. like, Cody, you know, look, those guys are going to badmouth each other. He knows what a great fighter Dominic is, and he knows how hard he is to train for as far as his unpredictability. Yeah. But I hadn't thought of it from the angle of... You know, this is a guy who's got a commentating job. Like he has a yeah, life now that I he mean, can look to. Maybe, maybe that does change. I don't know. He's got a. I mean, I. You know, I'm, Dom's always going to be a professional, and yeah, uh, the guy's. Pff, he, look what he's doing in there. Look what he just did to uh, T.J. Dillashaw, and he's beating everybody they put in front of everybody. him. I mean, the guy is. You know, but the best way to become a legend is to fucking beat a legend. And this kid is hungry. He's powerful, and I don't know when's when's the last time. Dominic fought somebody so explosive. I guess the closest guy would be Uriah because he's very explosive. But this Cody's a younger kid with a he lot of fucking hard. He's <laughs> a young kid yes. that hits hard, Oof. and he's and and from what he's saying from the training, I don't I don't believe. I mean, you know, the fight's the fight, but cardio wise, sounds like he. I mean, he's confident for a reason. And shit, man, they got my money. I'm I'm watching this thing. <laughs> I absolutely am too, man. And uh, I can't wait for this fight. For that fight alone, I'm watching. But I mean, shit. I mean, look at all the other fights. They got Ronda versus Amanda Nunes. Nunes, sorry, sorry, I suck. You know, but, it's a hard uh, name. <laughs> uh, but hey, man, what a what a phenomenal card, December thirtieth. I know I'm watching that fucking thing, and you might be at my house. And we got to say too, the uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission they uh, suspended Brock for a year. Find him a quarter million dollars for failing the test oh. against Mark Hunt. Uh, Brock's unanimous decision win over Hunt has been changed to a no contest. Good. He faced a possible two-year ban, but he tested positive for uh, uh, clomiphene. It's a substance with a higher likelihood of credible non-doping explanation. Uh, Mark Hunt says it's not harsh enough considering he gets the same as John Jones and Jones didn't fight. Would that penalty have sufficed if I had died or been maimed? And Nick Diaz has been reinstated after reaching an agreement with the uh, same Nevada Athletic Commission. He owed uh, them seventy-five grand of a hundred thousand dollar fine stemming from the failed drug test, the pot. That's all been cleaned up, which is great. And um, I guess uh, do we need to cover anything else? I mean, I think we covered a lot. Well, yeah. absolutely. I just wanted to mention your boy Francis Nagano's uh, got a fight. Oh, I thought we talked about that already. Oh, no. oh, we talked about that off the air. We didn't cover that. Cowboy has been announced. Is it Jorge or Georgie? Oh, Jorge Masvidal. Uh, Masvidal, okay. Yeah. Um, I guess Posada was Georgie Posada. So I asked that, not to sound like the ignorant dummy that That's, I truly am. And Masvidal called him out last fight. He was saying, man, I'm, people, you know, you want to fight anybody. You know, I, I, I'm there to fight you. You know, Nobody wants to fight me. Masvidal's a very, very, very well-rounded, tough guy, man. I remember we, I cornered Al Quinto versus him, and uh, Al got the W, but it was uh, a tough, tough fight that came down to the right. third round. And... Uh, he is just he, he he's a, he's a I'm gonna say he's underrated because he's been in there with some very good guys and I think I think some of his losses were due to him kind of either laxing too much or letting the guy off the hook when he's feeling like he's winning type of thing. But when you talk about a skill set and talk about a tough motherfucker, man, you are you familiar with yeah. dude? He's fucking great, and I think I think him versus Cowboy is a phenomenal fight, a phenomenal fight. I, I I can't that that's that's I can't. Uh, that that's that's really exciting for me, you know. I mean, I, I've 
I love it. I love it. I and love I, it. And I'd be negligent. Talk to me. Not to mention, now Fra- you know. What? Francis. I'm a big Francis Ngannou fan. Oh, my God. Against uh, Andre Orlovsky. Listen, he got a Kimura last time, Francis. You know I'm a big Kimura fan. Yes, you are. I thought of you immediately when I saw that. I love that. my Kimuras. I mean, standing, threw him on the ground. Oh, yeah, he, you don't, and you don't see that off. He muscled him. Like, he's a strong motherfucker, man. Well, he, but he finished it the right way. Yeah. He finished How is his wrestling, right? though? I, I don't I'm know. Not, I don't I'm know him on the ground. I don't know. I mean, if jiu-jitsu, I, I don't know anything really about his ground game. Much. He doesn't but, get uh, to the ground very often. And wait, who's he fighting? Uh, Andre Orlovsky. Andre Orlovsky. All right, man. Uh, Who lost to, uh, the, you know, he fought... Um, Just recently. Oh, my no, God. Oh, Don, I, I'm such a piece of shit. Who do you fight? I don't, I, I'm going to humiliate. Am I getting something wrong with my memory, or are there just so many fights? There's a lot don't of fights. Don't even say it. Don't even say it, because I know who it is. Because he just lost, he just lost his fucking uh, title shot against Stipe Miocic. And, uh, Josh Barnett? No. Did he fight Josh Barnett? Oh, my he God. He did, right? It was oh. Josh Barnett. Yeah. Well, Josh Barnett. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of... Uh, Hi. Who who beat Barnett? Travis Brown. No, no, no. Who am I thinking of? I'm looking. Barnett didn't fight no, who, after who, Arlovsky. He, who that was who, who just fight. lost to Stipe? Alistair Overeem. Before that, Verdun. Oh, Alistair Overeem. Who did Overeem fight before that? I don't know. Look, well, look that up, please. Who was Overeem fight before that? Seven Kevin Bacon? No, I'm curious. Shamil? Sorry, I, I was know. like saying it's that. It's driving word. me crazy. Yeah, it's, my yeah. memory's going, dude. I think I hope there's something wrong with my memory. Don't scare me, man. My Could God. it just be that there's so many fights and I'm all over the place? I think there's a lot of fights out there, Jimmy. Probably. And Wait, who are you asking who lost last? Who, who did Overeem fight before Stipe? Overeem, before he fought. He did. He beat Arlovsky. That was the fight before that. Uh, that that's was the right. fight. The, the decision, right. whoever won that fight fought Stipe. Yes. Right. Okay, right. so I'm not crazy. No, no, you're, no, you're crazy. not crazy. Oh, you're oh, fucking. Uh, all right, but you guys. You're kind of out of your fucking mind, but it has You guys doing Josh Barnett. And I'm like, oh, I, okay, so he beat him. And, okay, I was correct. Yeah. yeah. All right, I thought I was losing my fucking mind. No, no, you're good. Okay, cool. You're good. I don't <laughs> Thank know. God. I think you took us. I'm the fanning whole, myself right now. You took the whole audience for a nice fucking. I just well, I just couldn't remember Alistair Overeem's name, and then you guys yeah. are throwing in Josh Barnett. I'm like, no. Well, Josh Barnett was in there. No, no, yeah, I know. Barnett but the fight I was thinking Arlovsky. of was yeah. the fight I was thinking of was Arlovsky yeah. against uh, Overeem. Yeah, they listen. We watch a lot of fights. I'm babbling. It's our job. We but watch I was a lot correct. of fights. Right. So listen, what are we plug? Oh, listen, panicking. this was a good time. Everybody, go out and watch uh, Star Wars Rogue One. And yes, tell me, I'd say tell you what you th- tell me what I think, but I, I'm off Twitter forever. I haven't been on that thing in this ages, and I'm happier for it. Yes. I don't know why I want to yell at that. And check me out New Year's Eve, the Tarrytown Music Hall. Ooh. I will be there. Uh, it's my last show of the tour, and I've really loved this tour. Thank you to all everyone who's come out. Uh, the shows have been amazing. And uh, we will be back next week. We're doing shows next week, correct? Yes. Yeah. And well, we'll- we have an episode Wednesday, but yeah, or Thursday, rather. Oh, yeah. But yes, yeah, so we'll be back next week. Again. Oh, yeah. Okay, now you confuse me. Who do we have on Wednesday? Uh, Thursday. I believe we have uh, Johnny Hendricks and Neil Magnet. All right, cool. And that's an upcoming fight. That's exciting. And then when we're on, then when we're in here again, I'm going to bring up yes. that uh, January second is the next episode that people keep asking me. When is it? When is it? I can't. Wait. I can't sleep. They don't say that. They don't say they can't sleep. They want to know. But they want to know. They do want to know. They're enthusiastic. The next episode of Dana White looking for a fight. It will be on YouTube and UFC Fight Pass. I think it's going to be on YouTube that day. But it's anyway. It's January second. So that's coming up. Kick off the new year with Dana White looking for the fight. Looking for a fight. All right, I'm done. I'm fucking done, Jimmy. Jimmy, are you just staring off at the... This is what it comes down to. Jimmy, Jimmy hit the wall. Mondays are tough. I'm like, is Jimmy staring? He's staring behind. He's just staring. I'm staring at the club. I I know. I hit the wall. Again, Mondays are tough because I go to the gym after I go, and I'm just, you know... 
Hey, man, listen, I had a great time, Jimmy, and, and congrats fun. on everything. Thank you, buddy. And uh, I can't wait to see you again in a couple days. Yes, yeah, see you Wednesday. Goodbye, everybody. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.